Welcome back, one and all, to another episode of the Dice Crisis. It's not Allard, so you know what that means. What does it mean? We say? got another crisis alert here for you. We just finished book four of the Second Darkness. Nice. Wow. Pathfinder I first edition. Made it. Congrats to to you three. Thank I'd you, like Allard. to thank no, everyone. No PC deaths yet. No, we've made it out alive as well. You didn't. Th you were close. very confident that we. We were gonna, yeah, you're right, absolutely. A lot of close calls. Without the lovely help of our listeners, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. A lot of those plus twos did really, yeah, thanks, but come no thanks for the villain points. Wow, yeah, <laughs> I appreciated them. I just I used them for one thing that just made the encounter happen, you know, it just happened. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, a lot has happened since we've done one of these. We've I mean, you can look at it this way. We've gone to the Darklands and now we're leaving. Yes. That's a big overview. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what happened in between? A lot. Absolutely nothing. We'll see you next time. Yes. <laughs> All right. It's been great. All right. Have a good evening. Um, I mean, yeah, like 30 episodes of content plus 30-ish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, longest, the longest book so far. For sure. Yeah. Definitely very sandboxy, very reminiscent of book one. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about it too. Like I definitely came in it with the mindset that it was kind of going to be an underground parallel to to the feel that they brought in at Riddleport. It's familiar, but but alien and stuff. We still felt like we didn't belong, but even more so, and for good reason. <laughs> what could what reason could that be? We aren't drow crawling in my skin. <laughs> Yeah, River going down there as an elf. Elyon going down there as an elf. It's some dangerous territory we're getting into. Crow's just yep. tagging along. He's just goofing. I mean, full orc down there is not anything better than being an elf. Yeah, solidarity. You know, mm -hmm. I think there are still some orc communities Probably. underground. I think I know they mostly came above ground uh, at the same time the dwarves did. Right? Or was it that right at Earthfall? I believe that. Yeah, I think that's how that happened. But anyway, yeah, I mean, where do we begin? We we entered the Darklands. Yeah. So how did you guys? Uh, so when you guys were getting like suited up with drow skin, what was what was kind of your your takes on that whole process of how the elves devised sending spies down into the Darklands? I don't know what I expected, <coughs> but it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I just thought it was kind of badass, just yeah. like. You know, before we knew that that was what the plan was, it was kind of like, how, how are we gonna do this? Like, are we just, we're just gonna let them want to kill us? And uh, no, it's okay, you can try. Like, mm -hmm. but given that just disguise sneak around really, all the time, yeah, never, just, never be seen. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty nervous that it would come off like it's a necklace, but it stayed pretty well. And I guess it's more effective than just masking ourselves in magic because that's detectable yeah where what we were wearing is as far as i know like they would have had to know the properties of that amulet yeah the uh, the uh, the only way to really discern uh is to detect i believe to d detect undead might ping it okay sure sure Ooh, interesting and that would be strange to see some undead drow but yeah and that's some that's something that people don't uh, have just like detecting uh, as often as yeah. detect magic or Randomly detect alignment detect or something undead. like that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. 
so it's more easily overlooked. Yeah, it was a clever solution. Definitely jarring and gruesome and like fits well with the horror dark aspect of the book, I guess. I don't yeah, like I said, it seemed like perfectly in theme for it, but not what I expected at all. Yeah, definitely. I figured a it was just gonna be to some it. standard disguise <laughs> self bull or like send us down there and like face me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They Paizo really wanted to send a regular party down into the Darklands, but they also wanted them to be able to like experience, experience the Darklands yeah. from in a drow society and Beautiful. the way they wrote the drow, you can't do that as a yeah. as a regular a typical surface person. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, we devised plans with the elves to break through the portal as drow and we did that and we just we fell in the shit right away um i mean we had a fun time kind of explaining our way out of the initial introduction with drow and then we did that fairly easily not Uh, gracefully at all it was a little sloppy definitely not graceful fairly easily yeah just because you ran straight through it and just didn't didn't just decided not to what interact as much as possible. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. That was that it was make sense for us to fight them. That's kind of how I felt. I mean, the uh, I guess the the book assumes that you would make it through. Them. Try to try to kind of mingle with them. Be like, hey, yeah, we're we just got sent through. Uh, we're trying to make it back to Zernikainen. You guys are you guys Catch going back ride? there? And yeah. that's when Gaddick would initially have <laughs> been brought in. Uh, but since you guys just ran past them, uh, for one that put that put like a, a point of suspicion in Gaddick's head, <laughs> um, and two, I just had to kind of have Gaddick catch up to try to s- bring back the plot hook as book written. Though you guys still resisted that little for a while. did he know that <laughs> in two more points of suspicion he would be freaking dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We yeah. have trust issues. It's true. <laughs> I I haven't set you guys up to trust NPCs that I throw your way. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> I guess that's my bad. You know, there are trust trustworthy people. We'll find them. You just gotta, believe it when I see it. I'll believe right. it when I see it. You just gotta. I don't know. You you gotta you trust. Found, is that what you you're found, You found Escrivala. <laughs> Trust her? Uh, yeah. River. I'm just saying. River's wavy on that. I'm one <laughs> off comment on killing River where she stands. <laughs> wow. Just putting her down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. River? Whoa, whoa, Putting whoa. River down? Or Escrivala? <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing out some wild accusations. All I'm saying, <laughs> trust issues. Yeah, right? We have trust issues. I mean, maybe not Crow. Crow's just kind of whatever. He, he took to Escrivala pretty quickly, but... Speaking of Escrivala, Gaddick yeah. introduced us to House Von Ark. Okay. Yeah, that but don't for don't forget the 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 pickpocketing escapade that, that went down. I almost died by looking at that cave thing. Little what was in that hole? Oh yeah, the, just like the oh. on the run to Zernikanen before <laughs> Gaddick even caught up to you, yeah. there was the Shogith? Siogath? Here, I got my notes up here. It was like a worm creature, right? Yeah. But it had a face. Siogathi? Arms? A Sugathi. Uh, Yeah, it's a purple worm that has these tentacles that it uses to wield weapons and wands. And uh, likes to do mind affecting stuff. Centipede with like claw face. Yeah. uh, What are those? Mandibles? Yeah, three mandibles fucking gross yeah yeah you was... look up a hole <laughs> <laughs> see that almost died yeah i mean that was a great introduction to the dark lands yeah I thought, I thought it was a fun creature to throw your way absolutely Oof. 
and it was like scary. definitely ha- it was definitely a scary creature like something that was totally alien and dark landsy and something that if the dice rolled rolled the wrong way it could have been could have been a, a, a challenging encounter <laughs> an immediate death would have been the craziest way to kick off the dark lands true dies where he stands Crow we have to just there. continue on the first day that would have been something Ooh. else. Ah, that, I mean, it would have been a wild ride. It would have sure. probably had been. I don't. I. I mean, don't quote me on this, but the first, if not one of the first, if not the first, uh, PC death by. Uh, what, shit, what was it called? Phantasm. What was the spell called? Phantasmal killer. Oh, phantasmal yeah, killer. By, yeah. Oh, a by phantasmal killer on an actual play. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's a very hard spell to resolve. Wow. Dang. Well. It, I didn't die. I'm here. Yep. I'm not a. I'm crow still. So I'm crow oh, yeah. still. Uh, yeah, scary stuff in the Darklands for sure. I mean, Drow being the main target mm-hmm. of our escapades. We got into work with Vonark. You know, we got tortured and <laughs> put to work as a servitor. What'd you guys think about that? Well, can we sticking to chronology? We had to do a task to even get in. Yeah, and That's before true. that, you ran into the pickpockets and River almost got a tail. You met uh, some Darrow friends. Wow, so much happened now that we're talking it yeah. through. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, yep. Just the after whole tail thing getting before pick- Von Ark. Wow. Yeah, so we're, let's talk about just like meeting meeting Gaddick at that point. Um, did you, were you guys, you guys were obviously sus to him the whole time. I made him right sus up, to me front. like immediately, just like was could, too aggressive. Yeah, could like, you I'm gonna shut up? Could you tell that he was kind of a, a plot hook character right away? And in the sense so, that why the name character him? is giving us a ride. <laughs> yeah, and then to the second point of avoiding him, I guess probably because of how sus we made it originally, and like, I think paranoia was just at an all time high. Yeah. I don't. I feel like we just wouldn't have trusted anyone, and the one person that's trying to interact with us the most, he's probably the. Mm-hmm. Plot hook character. The rest of them are just kind of doing their thing. In Especially this when war. I found out he has his own little private investigator thing going on. Yeah, where he he's has like his, running own his own sides. Like he was definitely written to be the asshole character that is your introduction right. to the city, but is also gonna stab you in the back later on for sure. Uh-huh. So, like, I I well, feel like that players first. are intelligent enough to pick up on that right away, and then uh-huh. the book kind of falls short because if you want to stick to what's written uh gaddick kind of has to introduce everybody to the the city or i guess you could sub in a different different character if you wanted to but if if you're trying to go as written if the pcs are smart players are are smart and realize this is a shitty character all of a sudden your party's not going on the they're, they're totally off the rails of what's written immediately and why would they hop back on that track? Right. So that was my main goal in the beginning of it. Uh, I think part of it is like if the yeah the characters are smart enough to recognize that he could be bad, players too. But also a smart player is going to recognize that you're playing a game and there's a story <laughs> here. True. And if you want to play the game, like there's certain things that you have to do. I don't know. I think everybody has to do this at the table sometimes. As you say, like, well, I know not a great idea. But if I want to play the game, I have to do this. And I think uh-huh. we ran into a few of those things in this book where we're like, 
that's questionable, but it's clearly the way forward, so let's do it. Mm -hmm. And that's everything was risky at at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's That's the thing, yeah. Trusting you as a GM, too, that you're not going to (laughs) have this Gattuck guy take us somewhere and just kill all of us. I would never be that mean. Not that mean. No. Just, I just, I just, uh, have pickpockets take you out and then try to graft tails on you. Just, I mean, yeah. like, my bad for singling myself out, but, like, I don't know what I... I did not expect to see that many in an alley, I guess. Yeah. Into that Darrow fight. That I, Darrow fight. Before, I guess before the Darrow fight, yeah, even. The you're just running into crazy. the alleyway. Yeah. I, tr- I, I put that many... <laughs> people in front of you to be to dissuade you from going forward and you instead ran right into it yeah a little gung-ho on the whole uh new to the dark lands high on my own power shit so it was kind of a worthy a good a good first introduction of like sit down river you're in a you're in a foreign land and you might be outmatched here yeah, yeah definitely humbling for yeah, sure it was humbling for sure to be, have yeah. to be saved by my literal rat and friends <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, if it wasn't for the animals and just like, I would have been lost in that building for sure. Yeah, I definitely, that was part, like like making it a kind of brutal thing that happened was kind of by design because I wanted to impart that, like this is a rough and tumble city and like, I, to introduce the idea that not every person you're going to run into here is somebody that you can just take out like you kind of have been have been used to uh, uh-huh. again and again uh yeah a little flavor of what to, what to expect <laughs> yeah yeah the, the pickpocket was brutal that was definitely uh the first instance of allard kind of just straight up being mean to us well, uh, yeah <laughs> um, just batting us around in a way <laughs> i would say the elias fight was the was the first instance well yeah the first that, instance yes. would be killing crow's mom probably but <laughs> well, that too. i get yeah i, I mean we, we're not we, we don't we, that's that's not, let's not count let's not count them all up okay? this is book four okay 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 well, this is book four but, but elias was still technically in book four so i don't want to talk two. about the the whales and the <laughs> And yeah, we don't even don't mention whales here. Whales? Don't mention that word. Don't mention the whale. Excuse me? Don't even don't if you say the O word, you're kicking you out. Whoa. Or, or what? Ka? Get out. Bow. <laughs> ah. Ejecto seat. So yeah, uh, we met Asfar. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the grafting. Yeah. Well, that dude was a trip. Yeah. Yeah, that was a I, I drafted up a little little dungeon area for you guys to run underground underground the underground <laughs> to find the the Darrow uh, who where just given a giving that was to have a goal oriented kind of location for you guys to track down river through because that was uh, the the encounter happened because of a percentile chance <laughs> and then the river thing happened because I didn't foresee Eli's choices. Uh, so this whole section was a big, just like me on my heels, trying to trying to GM and, and create and world build, uh, just like right in front of you guys as you're running straight forward on things. Smooth but brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's Hell my yeah. take. No, I like it. I mean, if if we're dodging stuff, you gotta put something else there. That's cool. I had fun with it, but I did. I did feel pretty bad that I was so easily able to subdue you guys. I mean. It's easy even. to bat us around for sure. <laughs> with in a, this one, with a very, with a very uh, specialized encounter design, I was able to get a, get one over on you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta humble us. I mean, 
see what what was next i think we ran into donnie we gaddick brought us to the blind eye he started showing us around town more and yeah we uh, saw donnie play before that i want to oh i want to ask Ooh. so right before meeting donnie when you guys freed river went through the whole tunnel area and came back on, under the house with the two drow who had stolen your stuff i just wanted to just point out i just thought that was an impactful kind of i don't know it was a momentum twisting kind of action that happened in there when like i it was the first time you had used your new uh domain ability and like you saw this this spectral uh skeleton with wings and a bird skull face like form around you and help you take judge this person and bring them to the afterlife i just kind of wanted to bring that up and see what your thoughts were on that it was super awesome <laughs> super that's tight. top of mind for what i thought of it definitely a cool uh visual just like crow swinging and fucking hell yeah big bird's shadow it's, uh yeah the do you want to know what the creature is that is that was shadowing you? I mean, sure. Yeah, um, that, Absolutely. That is called... I'm just double-checking here just to make sure I'm not humiliating myself. Yeah. No, you, and that first happened, you said, when we were, like, interrogating the draw that stole from us? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Being, you guys were being extremely brutal in that that episode. You guys were, were sick of the brutality that had been done upon you and we're we're not having we those were guys. looking for vengeance yeah. for sure uh but that the the scout the winged skeletal black raven um they are called vants and they are a a psychopomp so they are kind of like a a, a helper a guardian uh angels of death for phrasma and that kind of whole life cycle I love it. I love it. Very it's a scary. great, great visual. Very scary. Honestly, it was the first time that like River. Well, not the first time that River like took you seriously, but that was like, holy shit! Like that's like a cleric in front of like reaping that much like energy with like the literal form of a reaper and stuff. I was like, oh, this is more than like happy heal time. Let me put a shield on cleric. I was like, oh no, this is like scary type of cleric, like very devout. And then I was oh, like. Yeah. How is that going to go down and down here where it's like, don't show at all who you are, especially as a holy person? Man, that was... <laughs> I didn't have to hide any frustrating, honestly. Yeah. I feel like it was very liberating when Crow decided to just say, fuck it, I'm <laughs> mm -hmm. casting spells to do some harm. Like, Yo. Think about if you were like a paladin or just like a straight up right. lawful good cleric or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that whole, can't, can't do anything. That whole encounter made Elyon uncomfortable. But not uh -huh. in a way that she hadn't experienced before. It's not like that was the first time that we just ended somebody's lives because we could. Yeah, it definitely felt different than some other executions felt or more intentional maybe encounters yeah. you guys have done. Certainly, yeah, felt like more like an execution. Like, yeah, I forgot we, that River snapped at the end of that one too. Yeah, <laughs> like mm -hmm. Elyon. Well, Everyone snapped. Well, me and Crow both snapped. <laughs> going all the way back to like split face. Mm -hmm. Briggs almost executed that old man. Yeah. There's that. Crow, <laughs> obviously, with the pickpocket, that was uh -huh. kind of an execution, but yeah. this was definitely, like, intentional. 
made Alyon uncomfortable, but it set the tone for what what kind of people we had to be down here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely felt that. Agree. Big agree for sure. What about River and their sanity damage that happened as a result of I was of actually draft? just going to say it, that actually seems more like along in lines with the fact that I was on four sanity damage and just like didn't we decided to just not do anything about it, which I think like works perfectly uh, for the role play. At least it was really fun to do, but uh, hard to hard to role play crazy and like hateful in a way and then have to be uh, to, like Spy. pull it back. <laughs> yeah, so it's like be a crazy hater and then also have to be like pulled back and reserved and like any any like false word was just such a trigger that it was like yep execution for stealing my shit like no mercy for sure and then like sustained that for a long time until i think later it shows up again in like the late like last fight where it's like no mercy just keep blasting mm-hmm. you definitely were able to let loose in in a couple <laughs> key spots that right felt good <laughs> yep definitely and i think that's the one thing that kept the four sanity damage at bay <laughs> now that we're back up i'm gonna just immediately fix that we're gonna get that resolved i mean it's it's enough to make you go crazy i mean it's enough to make you go crazy yeah i'm surprised river was kind of stomaching as much of it as they were just t- between a rock out. and a hard place you it, know and yeah. and as like a player it felt hard to it felt hard to like uh make space in a campaign for that like experience because like what do you really role play besides like visions like we did uh visions we did like a little bit of like moral ground breaking we did a little bit of like self-doubt you know those little things that you can do but without taking like whole episodes to really like get in there you know what yeah. i mean to make it like a therapy Stuff still yeah. happening yeah but it was like so keeping it on a everyone's at the table timeline made it hard to role play but fun i think it'll be good to look back on yeah growth for sure <laughs> it showed a river low for sure <laughs> everyone had a pretty hard low at that point a river below <laughs> yeah so then we meet donnie hell yeah he's donnie. he's he's a force to be reckoned with hell yeah and he was just my excuse to have andrew write another song in character <laughs> Uh, me and Andrew wrote that one together. I did lyrics, a, and he did all the everything else. <laughs> it was primo, what, definitely one of my favorite Dice Crisis songs. Hell yeah! Yeah, it was a good I one. enjoyed it. Oh yeah, I'll have to. Well, it's it's probably in the in the drive for all you twenty dollars patrons up there who want all of our music. Cha cha cha! Whoa! But we'll probably we should probably post uh, tracks somewhere to listen. Yeah, why not? I don't know. Something we, to think about. We already we have we have Spotify. We can. <laughs> but yeah, that was that the, his entrance scene was kind of a, just an idea that I had in my head ready ready for a bar that seemed like the right area for you guys to walk into and see this happening. And uh, so it was I was half improv, half just kind of the idea in my head, and it it ended up. In my head, it kind of ended up being a quick jumbled mess of me being like, "Oh, this is happening in front of you guys!" Whoa. To me, <laughs> it painted. You guys. To me, it painted Gaddick as a noir cop who oh, was yeah. like doing his own like side investigations in this dark town, and like we were almost like in his like now we're in his town. He's like, "I'm out here sleuthing the streets. I'm not just for the house." <laughs> oh I was yeah. Like, oh, okay. It was definitely another excuse for me to get Gaddick back back in your path. <laughs> That was the moment where I figured we'd have to kill Gaddick. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> being in, knowing he's evil, knowing these people are naturally evil, and him having these ambitions, mm-hmm. an ambitious, ambitious, evil person. You definitely picked up on the the key details that I was not that I was definitely maybe trying not to emphasize, but I couldn't help but but put emphasis on when I really when you really talk to him for a little bit. (laughs) Interact with him for more than two days. (laughs) And he wasn't like outgoing with the information. It was his actions that spoke. Mm. When he spoke to us, he was like a very like, oh, I'm just here having a good time, Mm -hmm. which for me is like, you're covering up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shady dude. No one else has even approached us if not to be mean. Why are you trying to be welcoming? Uh Yeah. Concerning. Definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we were all pretty sus of him, and it sounds sounds like we made the right play, and we kind of had a good judge of character. Yeah, uh, he he was the one who went through your guys' stuff. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. That bothers oh, me. Okay, sure. Uh, luckily, you all like got sent out on that mission with him right away before he was able really to tell anybody about it. And then you killed him before you got back. So you unknowingly stopped my plans there. Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, we he basically introduced us to... I mean, this is right around where we were, you know, inducted into uh, House Von Ark. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we went out on, like, our first mission and smoked him. Yeah, baby. But uh, how, was, how was meeting, like, how was getting introdu- introduced, inducted into House Von Ark for everybody? How did how'd that make you feel? <laughs> With all due respect, I hate it. <laughs> uh, You're going to hear that a meeting. lot about this whole book. Like, with all due respect, I love you as a DM and the game that we're playing. I hate it as an elf and I hate <laughs> it as River and I don't want to be here. That's totally fair. And it was just like a miserable experience being this like, oh, is your favorite you terrain. <laughs> it's my favorite terrain. Yeah. For like the worst reason. <laughs> and so the immediate like now you are under us and we are the people you've hated your whole life and you are under us. You are dirt under our shoe. It was like just grinding nails forever. And it was the whole time. So you might hear that repeated uh, with all due respect. I hate it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, being a servitor kind of sucks. Um, (laughs) Never again. (laughs) I just, it definitely, it's kind of funny, like, you know, with our riddle port travels up into um, Sylvian and stuff, we were really feeling like we were gaining, you know, garnering, like, respect and, like, a name for ourselves as a crew. And then, like, getting to a certain point of said journey we go right back to the bottom under somebody's shoes for a spy mission it's I'm just too a, old for this it's just a full 180 and it's just like whoa okay <laughs> torture me make me do stuff or whip me sure 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 yeah in a in a i guess in a sense of like a almost a character's story arc and how they feel about how they're progressing in in their society and stuff like that it kind of was a hard reset because all of a sudden you're you're kind of back to book one where you have no influence and no power over where you are anymore. But we quickly took power into our own <laughs> hands, killing Gaddick. Killing Gaddick. <laughs> Huzzah! We made a concrete decision as a group. We didn't. We knew he was sus. He had to get out of there. And then we had another mission. After Do you want to talk about the, the Morlock pits? I was about to say we had another mission just right after that. Oh. Some Morlocks. That you killed, you killed the uh, Gaddick after the Morlocks. Did we? Yeah. You, yeah. 
at the because you you got uh, you were introduced to Udamesta and you were in kind of soft interrogated by her. Mm-hmm. Um, was that intimidating? Was she intimidating? She was nicer than I expected. I definitely played her nicer than she probably should have been. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah. I, I just wanted you guys to have to be able to interact some way without. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes RP with people that are just too hostile is just too hard to do. It's like, well, fuck you and fuck this conversation. We'll say we're going to hear what you're going to say and then like not want to interact with you. You know what I mean? So it's like having a little bit more of a benevolent tone to her was nice, I guess. Mm. It still was unapproachable, which I think fed fed her personality well. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to talk to you for more than a minute. But Yeah, she, <laughs> she, was, I, she was like someone who wasn't going to take shit, but yeah. she doesn't get upset over little things. Definitely still yeah, g- yeah, gave me sure. like scares, which was, you know, the goal. Mm-hmm. Her like kind of sternness made me uncomfortable right. for sure. I've had a feeling from meeting her that we were going to be um, a little more respected in the place than we were. Mm-hmm. Like, but I also just assume like that's her. Like, yeah, come on in. You'll have a spot here, and then immediately <laughs> to whippings after we accomplish our goal. <laughs> no, only when you didn't accomplish the thing. Right, um, which happened it was, way too often. often. We were it was actually roles. addressed in the book that like ninth, tenth level servitors do happen in houses, and they actually often do see like kind of meteoric climbs through the ranks until they hit a spot where their their skills are actually well utilized wow that makes sense yeah start us at the bottom and then nine see where we fit into (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and your first test was the morlock pits something was stopping their caravans from from bringing their their rare uh, spell materials into zernicanan wanted you to wanted to test your metal an absolute mow down fest yeah we put up a very good like triangulation of a of a standing format so they had to pass crow first and then get mowed down by elion and then me plucking in the back there was just a hell of a formation <laughs> those were some fun fights there was a lot yeah. going on for sure and we, and we had to wake up the the mama mm-hmm. she was, was doing hope, her thing i was hoping to smack you up i've i've been hoping to smack you up more like just progressively <laughs> but your ac <laughs> just keeps getting more out of control and i always underestimate it <laughs> <laughs> it's the judgment. If I have that judgment active, it's pretty crazy. It's true. Uh, yeah. What else Morlocks. about that that place? So that that that's uh, where we killed Gaddock. That's right. Yeah. So that uh, area was another one of the set piece encounters. So like an extra little module that they've been throwing in at the end of these books. They don't do it for Pathfinder books anymore, apparently. But mm-hmm. for these early D and D ones, they had an extra little module, like uh, so an extra adventure for. And for to throw in at any time, and I thought, and I used this as a way for you guys to progress through the house rankings a little bit quicker. So I instead like of doing this, I or instead of doing the first tier of servitor things for however long was fun, um, I just had you guys do this, and then they bumped you up to the second tier right away. Fair enough. With our good friend Escrivala. Mm-hmm. So uh, walk me through your your thoughts on the whole. Poppin' Gaddick, Michael. Because that, <laughs> well, that took me by surprise. Yeah, oh, that's, that, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to ask, is you didn't see that coming? I didn't see it coming. Okay, we had a group chat going for uh-huh. a good week, and we were just kind of discussing on whether or not we should do it. <laughs> and we, yeah, we all just settled on that's what needs to happen, and we got to be a little cold-blooded here. Elyon, uh, obviously, I think after the fact more so, was just like unsure on if it were the right choice to make. 
because we didn't know for sure he was bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, she she knows that he saw Crow cast a spell, mm-hmm. and that was like, okay, our cover is our cover's blown. Definitely. And this guy has uh, aspirations, and if we want to be for sure here, and especially if we're talking about we're saving we're saving the above ground world. Like, are we gonna take a risk over this one guy's life? No, mm-hmm. he's dead. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Literally, first day, I was like, had the impression, I was like, he's on to me. And so then, like, after adjusting to him not being on to me, hearing a single teammate be like, he's on to us, I was like, ice him, ice him now. <laughs> we knew, I knew it all. <laughs> I knew it all along. Yeah. I was just blind trust. I was like, I didn't see him see Crow, you know what I mean? So I was like, heard it through the grapevine, you, you saw us. <laughs> He's definitely a little too interested in you guys from the get-go. Which Indeed. is nice. <laughs> Got to get rid of that uh, Band-Aid off quick. Yeah, just Probably for, quicker than expected. A little just bit. felt like we had no other choice. Yeah, I definitely, because, like, I... He's written to I die had, eventually, right? I had plans, <laughs> I had plans for him when, once he, like, got back to House Vonarch and stuff, and... Um, when you guys get into your Servitor role, he's he just would have just kind of been hanging out just watching you guys being a nerd. uh he is so uh because you killed him i uh subbed in yeah. aronis for yeah. the things that were going on just kind of sneaking around your room and and watching you and trying to report on you Fuck and stuff her. like that <laughs> we never resolved i hope that. she got something good with that book uh, yeah, she yeah. <laughs> i never said specifically but she would have been one of the the servitors who alakovnis executed good. She pretty much cleaned Dark. house. Good. Nice. She cleaned house. Right. That's what she gets for dipping her nose into our situation. Yeah. Now she looks guilty. And we can we can we can talk about that when we get to yeah. that chronologically. Um after What's next, Kyle? Uh hang on. I, I, oh, uh, I, we, I guess we could talk about Keen uh meeting a Pathfinder in, in the Dark oh, Lands. Yeah. Didn't yeah. expect that, huh? No. No, <laughs> definitely not. That was a hard choice, too. That was a really hard choice. All right. It was uh one of the plot hooks of that one was to find this lost adventurer, and since that plot hook didn't really feel relevant, I just kind of kept him in there. I wonder just what to they see how you guys would react. Him. I wonder what like did they want us to like get him into the city and stuff too? No, maybe they, no. they had no expectations, <laughs> no expectations. or desires. Just a guy. Then. Here's more, a guy. More than, Do with this more than a couple sentences of description. He's he's in there. You will find this man <laughs> under the ground somewhere. That reminds me, I have a question. Right before we found him, we found that homunculus. Yeah. How's what he? How's hell, he? How yeah. are they doing? We dropped him off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they definitely were used in some way uh, for Erish Coggle's service or worship. Probably oh. would have been better just ending their lives honestly <laughs> maybe we just had so much but blood on it our hands at the some, point it carried you some favor you know yeah i don't i don't really care what it is i'm not in the business of killing babies right it doesn't matter <laughs> like i just don't end it up was, there i was i was definitely proud of your moral dilemma that you were going through <laughs> like all right they're, they're not totally corrupted yet that's good <laughs> you know it's the baby part like really saved it because the whole like demon part was like practically favored enemy let's go <laughs> mm-hmm. but that homunculus was was cool because it was it was a gift from lamastu cult, uh from uh magna maga's own blood uh this this child was formed for her. to grow up wow. to be powerful Usually, I like I don't know 
how they would grow and progress, but from my readings on just what homunculus were, it, it always seems like they're mostly intended to be like little creatures for sorcerers, spellcasters, wizards oh, no. to, to have as like their their buddy, uh-huh. their pets. Yeah, so it <laughs> sure. might not have gotten too not big, crazy yeah. and big, but it was definitely spooky. Well, should we we toss the guy to the curb? He can do what he pleases. <laughs> um, I remember we came up to this sword stuck in the ground. I thought that oh, was yeah. pretty cool. The uh, random sword in the stone that they wrote in that yeah, thing too. <laughs> Elyon and I tried to get it no budge but then river just ripped it right out <laughs> that was mm-hmm. so funny the last thing i expected as a person who like a doesn't primarily wield a sword but is b just like small yeah <laughs> you you deserved it just yoinked this sword <laughs> yeah that, axiomatic that was written in there as just like a special sword but i i, I bumped it up a little bit making it axiomatic and so they're trying to make it like caliber yeah, or something right. like that. yeah so we're 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 leaving the cave we're sending messages to uh, aviana trying to figure out what what's going on up there a, a deep crow followed us yeah uh tell uh-huh. me your thoughts on just what you guys were envisioning happening back in Selwynvian when Aviana checked back in hmm not what she mentioned I was picturing um man when she like so what, what we felt after a conversation how we felt about it I was picturing a lot of bureaucratic mess. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what the deal was, but I'm picturing that some bigwigs came in and said, okay, you like, obviously you're stirring things up more than usual. Time to pass over the badge, buddy. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust, I don't, I mean, I think I have trust in Eviana, not a hundred percent, but whoever it is that came in, I definitely don't trust. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you if you already don't fully trust in Rakareth, you definitely don't trust whoever's over them. <laughs> like, I personally, yeah, I just saw, yeah, the same, like, white tape everywhere type situation where it's like, if I even wanted to go back, I probably wouldn't even be allowed into the city area, and they would just be... That was the vibe I got, too. It was yeah. kind of like... It was this weird, like, converging point of the book for us, I feel like, where it's like, okay, we were sent down here to do this. And, and shut out. In the middle of it, we were shunned from who we went to do it for. And then it was kind of like, okay, we're now we're totally alone <laughs> in this mission, mm-hmm. but it's still a mission worth yeah, exploring. It's only up to our own, our own wants of the mission yeah. at this point. No one's holding it to us now that, you know, communication's lost. It's like, well... Now it's only because we love the planet and don't want to die that we would continue on, which, I mean, obviously pretty much the biggest desire you could have, so not a hard sell. Mm-hmm. Any lingering questions from uh, from that I mean, Not a question, but I do want to point out that she did still give us our maybe next marching orders. She did mm-hmm. mention the Queen of Ayadara. Mm-hmm. Indeed. and uh, That's something that I will remember. River does know that this... This elf gate brings He's you pretty, pretty close, close to Ayadara. So we can thank her for that, yep. I guess. Um, but yeah, it was still kind of crazy to hear what's happening on the surface, just being feeling so disconnected from it. Right. Deep crows following us, man. Like we're in the shit. Yeah, that was fun. I, I had fun with that little that little tease of an encounter. But Eliana was too smart for it. Big brain. She be got Big it. brain. Um, I did have one lingering question about it and it was that um i guess i don't even know if queen ayadara knows about our mission does anyone know about us are we going to show up and they'll be like our heroes are they going to be like who are you guys 
that I'm is... leaning more towards are going to be like, who are you guys? But they probably do know. I bet if they asked for information from Eviana, she would share it. But now I'm speculating. My question just simply is, how much does Queen Ayadara know about us? And does she care? And does she care? Um, I would hope, just as an elf. But <laughs> I you don't know, know how much she's in with Shinrakarath. Maybe we'll, that might have to be a, a, a question answered in in podcast. Indeed. <gasps> Indeed. Ooh. It's a good question, though. And I'm glad that you're thinking about it. Thanks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that prompt was bo- mostly just to see what questions you guys still had that I can think about. Oh, sure. A, I mean, I want to know about the Winter GM. Council, but that's obviously going to come up more, so I'm waiting on that. Facts. That's yeah. like my one big question from that whole thing. Yeah. There were definitely my, my vessel of foreshadowing and giving you a picture of story, the story happening kind of behind the scenes. Time is moving even while we're not there. Mm-hmm. Things happen. There are other <laughs> characters. They're not just on pause. That kind of stuff. Uh, the Deep Crow. The Deep Crow could have been a could have been a, quite a hard encounter if hadn't been if it hadn't been scared away by a magic flare, which was yep. what made you decide to throw the flare. As I, I was just kind of like waiting to see if anybody would take the opportunity to try something and you did exactly what I kind of hope somebody would do. Uh, Elyon's a lot smarter than I am and <laughs> also like every creature we've encountered in the Underdark, I know Drow don't like light. It's just natural. Mm. It, doesn't, okay. it doesn't take a big brain to think light's scary. Definitely. Yeah, definitely just a, a bright light in their face is going to scare someone. I didn't think about the light component as much in, in my head when I was Experiencing it, I guess, as much sure. as the magic. But definitely, part, yeah. It's just because I knew I was already blinded by the fact that I knew that they were scared of magic. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. the scared of light is probably another factor in it that I didn't necessarily consider or need to consider. But yeah, she didn't think about the magic so much. She just thought I figured the creature itself was very magical. Yeah, it definitely is magical. Let's see if I can tell you about it. I have it in the back of one of these books. Deep Crow, yes, yeah, CR fourteen. Wow, See, that would have been a that wow. would have been a tough one. <laughs> Absolutely. But the the kicker is like I I I I had the chance you had the chance up front to just scare it away, and then if it would have taken too much damage magically or otherwise, it pro- you would have scared it away uh, before needing to kill it. Mm. But it definitely would have tried to attack from the air and attempt to. Uh, snatch the weakest looking opponent and fly them away. Not the babies. Uh, so <laughs> we had a bunch of yeah, babies. It probably, like it probably would have. It probably would have went for Elyon unless it, it knew that you casted before. Like it, it didn't get scared away by magic after your cast. It, then it probably would have changed a river at that point. I suppose. Nice. Uh, let's see. Did it have any magical abilities? Rake, uh, shadow blend. Uh, so it's scary. basically invisible in, in darkness. Being down here give me under the water vibes, kind of, where just like things are allowed to be massive yeah, and giant definitely. for no reason. <laughs> definitely. Like this giant bird is, is has plenty of space to roam around underground Nothing and, and fly that. through huge caverns right. underground. Yeah, like there's that's caverns wild. big enough for a bird that's bigger than buses. <laughs> like this is a huge creature, so it's got at least a 15-foot, no, a wingspan uh, ex- often exceeding 30 feet. Shit. 
So it was just as big as that the retriever that you guys just fought. Yeah. Massive. Man, deep crows. But they didn't have much magical ability besides just being tuned to the darkness. Well, we ran away from the deep crow. I could picture that whole flight. I had a very clear visual in my head of how that flight oh, yeah. looked. Cool. I don't know about you guys. The fight there? The flight. The flight? Us running away. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. For sure. <laughs> Pounding away on these lizards in the yep, dark, yep. trying to get back. A creature flying above us, and yeah. then the flare going out and illuminating the cavern as we Being keep riding. Being way too large. I pictured, I pictured, that's why I just kind of said the sea thing, is because like, I picture the flare going out into the ocean, where it's like, boom, and you're like, I mean, I can see, but like, how big is this cavern right now? And mm -hmm. it's just so daunting that there's a bird flying around in there. <laughs> yeah, I could see like if you wanted to like do a, like a, one of those kind of dark oil paintings with just like the the flare being like the big illumination, but uh -huh. have it be really Bottom small corner. in the corner, yep. and then like a pretty just pretty regular size crow thing, and then the rest of it is yep, just like darkness. barely illuminated cavern. <laughs> I was going to say, it'd be some cool fan art. <laughs> Get at us with the dark crow and crow fan art. Gives Definitely. me visuals of Gandalf, Minas Tirith, riding Definitely. out to meet the Nuzgul and Definitely. burst of light. Whoa. Definitely. I didn't even think of that. Now I won't stop thinking of that. <laughs> you can always relate uh, anything fantasy yeah. back to Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. <laughs> anything. Thank you. Well, a beautiful ride back to House Von Ark to tell them that we had killed... Their beloved Gaddick. <laughs> I mean, but we, we did that, that, that he died. You didn't tell yeah, him. We that didn't. We didn't yeah, we he he lost his <laughs> he life. Lost. <clears throat> he lost his life. You know, that's it happens. Uh, it happens to the best of us. Um, yeah. But yeah, so then you know, I think that's where we really started grinding the Von Ark, mm -hmm. the the daily tasks. You know, just getting what we needed to know. We leveled up, level ten, big milestone. You know. Uh, we technically, none of us have died yet. Yeah. <laughs> which is, Impressive. We're, a, we're a fully alive cast still. Pretty cool, I'd like to say. <laughs> um, yeah, gr grind, the, the Von Art grind, that's kind of where it really The Von began. Art grind, weeks of grind. Yeah. <laughs> what was your thoughts on the Von Art grind? Because that definitely was a kind of role for a while just to sp spend some time and get to know the Dark Lens and try to figure out pieces of information that are relevant section so what are your thoughts on that i thought it was cool um i mean it did it was it was kind of it was one of the biggest reasons to being reminiscent of book one for me was just like we're the work we're the labor again we have a boss we're kind of like we're not a new group but we're new people in this group that we've formed and it just like feels new kind of like you're saying the hard reset mm -hmm. and just like i mean maybe the torture and stuff was a little <laughs> unfortunate but yeah, unfortunate. right um but just like the work aspect and just kind of like the getting to know the land just like seeing all this new stuff i mean no matter how paranoia inducing it was it was it was i thought it was interesting i thought yeah. it was cool a cool way to kind of get thrown into what the city is try experiencing it with minus four sanity yuck, yuck. Uh, no, i would never i literally yeah i was like i like i like it i like riddle part way more because like it was similar grind but without or but we had free will in riddle part <laughs> and so it was like we were doing the grind time here and it felt like going out was a risk so it was like choose wisely when you want to go be espionage -y. you know you couldn't just like free will like spend your nights out on the town they would know mm -hmm. and so it was like 
yeah, you have free time, but do you? And is it... Are you being watched? Yeah, and is it free? (laughs) No. Yes, I'm being watched. (laughs) Yes, I'm being watched, and no, there's not infinite time. Yeah, that was the hardest part for me, was knowing that we're sort of on a time crunch here, but I didn't feel like there was any way for me to move up the timetable. I felt like it was a a waiting game. Yeah. Uh, it was it was frustrating. Yeah. Loss of Near player end, agency, was, I'd say. Near the end, I was upset a little. I'm like, can we just, like, how is this even still wanting us to grind out these levels? How have we not, like, slayed them by now or something? Maybe I was just getting trigger finger itchy. Yeah, that is part <laughs> in part how the too. adventure is written. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next, the, this big section of the book is basically do these things until you get the attention of Alakovnis, and then she gives you the vital piece of information and kicks you out of the city. Uh, yeah. So that's so definitely the way it's written. It player agency is definitely lost if you're trying to run it by the the book. So I think that. If my advice would be to find a way for your party to kind of feel like they are progressing in this section if you're to run it. Uh-huh. Hindsight, I think, yeah, like shortening the weeks down would have maybe been like easier or like less daunting. But like if we want the dredge feeling, then yeah, keep it long. But mm-hmm. if you if you want to run this with your crew and you don't want to do weeks of it, just do like in two weeks. Alicopolis notices something. And if you're doing a home game, you can, and not like trying to make it entertaining for people, you guys can (laughs) go through a whole week of rolling these things really fast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which like my favorite part was after the rolls, doing the little RP scenes of what we rolled. So like, yeah. That's where I had fun. That's the entertainment of it. Yeah. I could keep doing that. If it wasn't like at the end of it, you got whipped. Yeah. (laughs) Was there any, what were your favorite uh, scenes from from working as a servitor just as the for the role things any favorites hmm. i mean i just i just gotta say i got put on a lot of bodyguard shifts yeah you um, chose you, you you were able to not get tortured even though you rolled in the serv- warrior servitor chart every time mm-hmm. i did which yeah. is pretty amazing there's uh i'm too strong to get tortured there's a one out of one out of five chance or two out of five chance basically RNG, baby. That's R-N-G. a 50% chance. <laughs> um, I, but uh, what was your favorite no, part no, of the No, I, 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 I simplified that wrong. <laughs> it's still a 2 out of 10 chance. So 1, one out, out of five. 5. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think my favorite part was when we moved up to work for Escrivala. That was That's where the grind got a little bit better for me. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I agree, and I would l- I'd like to thank you all for making the the choice to to <laughs> ask her out uh, for drinks because that was kind of my cue uh, that I took to pretty much finish up this section and really get the rest of the the book on its way and progressing. Mm. So gave you an in. Yeah, it gave me a, a way to progress the story way more naturally than what is what was in front of me is what's in front of you shareable uh like was it a smooth or was it pretty uh, choppy well you roll on the tables until you get 25 points and then you go up to the next tier and roll on the table until you get uh, and then you do an encounter that they have written 
and then you uh, roll on the table until you get 75 points, and then you do an encounter Ew. that they have written. Stop. And then you Ew. do it again until, uh, for on the Noble Servitor Please thing, until... Talking. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so, you're right. No, no I'm glad was we our, did that. Was our second tier mission when we went to fight the Driders? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. Yeah, with, uh, what were they, Randoran and Jahalis? Yeah. <laughs> My randos. Yeah, the rando, <laughs> the rando squad. So the third tier mission was that going and clearing out the th- place for Alakovnis? Uh That was kind of post third tier. Uh, I skipped the third tier mission completely because okay. we did the uh, one. So we went into Alakovnis and we were kind of I was kind of feeling out how we were going to change the day by day and how to progress things. You guys were essentially boosted to the third tier servitor thing uh, extra fast. So I was happy about that. Uh, and I thought I would give you guys a little more agency to kind of feel like you had something that you can do with her and she'll say yeah and stuff like that. And uh, then we, then I introduced, uh, like I knew this, I knew the date for the cyclic slime had been drawing near. That was kind of like my, my gold date for at least as long as, as this was going on. Uh, that was coming near. And then I threw in the, the date of, uh, of Elion, Elion's date. And Crow being in thro- uh, getting in involved with Escarvala helped kind of I don't know solidify that that next section of of the story progressing. And because all of these snowballs were happening, I was realizing that the snowballs were like things were snowballing faster as I was giving these opportunities. Because like definitely uh, once. Elion's date, of of course I can't have them uh, pick back up at the third tier servitor and continue going along with another (laughs) kind of written encounter. Um, And the cyclic slime was another thing that I like, I had the idea for the cyclic slime but I didn't know what was going to happen until like until I had more pieces in play and that situation ended up being bigger than I expected it to because I threw Donnie back in kind of on a whim just because <laughs> you guys were looking for, for something to, to do or to find interesting. We like Donnie. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about him, but uh, so the I foreshadowed the encounter that I that I skipped over when you all went back from uh, back to House Vonarch after spending the evening with Escarval of the first time. Uh, Elion, the and orgy, maybe, uh, the orgy. When you guys got back to the orgy, uh, River Elion yeah. uh, noticed uh, Tyrion uh, and a hooded figure that he was kind of hurrying and away to not as to not be seen. Um, the encounter is uh, Udamesto would have woken you up in the middle of the night and been like, "Come with me. We have some." We need the elite servitors for this shit. And she brings you into one of the upstairs rooms, and it's basically a massacre up there. And uh, Tyrion and this woman are the only survivors. And apparently, they had a bacchanal that went a little too over the top. And all of what? the all of the hired uh, hired people for the evening were now dead. Okay. And so they're like, uh, this chick is a lowborn uh, that Alakovnis doesn't want Tyrion seen with dating, blah, blah, blah. So you're like, so Udamesta and Tyrion are like, all right, you guys have to sneak her out of 
of this place. Oh my gosh. And at the same time, this girl has her own, she's like, she's trying to get preggers to get into this house. Oh my gosh. And, uh, and she thinks up into a reality show <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, she thinks that uh, Tyrion is like is falling for her stuff but Tyrion's really kind of like done with her at, at the same time so you're told to escort her back to her house and that's supposed to be the first time you ride uh, geckos um, and I'm kind of sad that you skipped this uh, encounter because um, Tyrion decides that he's done with her so he just sends some unmarked guards to kill her uh, so you can either let her die or like fight her, fight oh off, fight gosh. them off, uh, or another bad whatever. moral dilemma. But that w- that battle would have taken place uh, riding lizards on walls. Oh my gosh! Cool. cool. That would have been a cool one. Cool. But unfortunately, Damn. couldn't squeeze that one. You know, in. I'm kind of glad it didn't, based on our first lizard checks. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it could have been. Could have been a little bad. So you're saying instead of that encounter, we just got super hammered and smoked Viab with Escrivala? Uh, instead of that encounter, you guys had the cyclic slime. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Why Which was I was... a date to the cyclic slime? Uh, because we <laughs> offhanded mentioned it nice. and followed through yep. on it. I like it. <laughs> oh, creepy guy having the crush on the river. You guys are hopping all over our we timeline. Are. I know. Sorry. I know. Sorry. So we got. In. So we got super drunk with Escrivala. That uh-huh. was kind of where that friendship relationship began. Mm-hmm. What a great time, right? Yeah, right? you guys had I fun. enjoyed her off the that bat. Was, that was that was that was me being like, I'm gonna sit back and see what you guys do and just react for a whole episode. <laughs> and it and was we awesome. had an orgy. <laughs> it was good. And they had an orgy. <laughs> and I got you in bed with a character. Yeah, pretty slick. Elian burned the guy's dick. Mm-hmm. You said no to Nocticula. You, uh, you did. That was yeah. That what's was the that what's the term? Dismissal of the call or whatever. Uh, yeah, I uh, refused the call. Yeah, refusal of the call. Uh, yeah, um, she wanted me to commit to her, and there've been a lot of people that want have wanted <laughs> me to commit to them, and they've all been really, really bad to me. So and they're not even in your head. Those are like just normal people. Yeah, yeah. and also she's a demon, <laughs> and also she's a demon. And uh, a few yeah. marks against her. Yeah, a few reasons, quite a few reasons why she wouldn't. You won't get that. me that easy, GM. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, obviously, there's. I mean, I talked about all this in the show, but hmm. uh, while well, we played, but like obviously, Dane uh, with the crossbow, <laughs> that wasn't a good sign. Yeah, there wasn't really. She was curious True. about Narticula. She respected her, but naturally, she did refuse her. Mm-hmm. I keep expecting you guys to be like cool, powerful upgrades, and just just be like, ah, whatever, evil demons. That's cool. But I'm <laughs> I'm glad you guys are thinking more about, about our wits. <laughs> Don't even try an evil demon the, my the way. Evil demon yeah, stuff, and be, not just being like power grab. We might be yeah. overly about our wits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, that night after we. Pr- pretty quickly just became Escrivalas. We immediately after that night became elite servitors. I was her personal concubine. Uh-huh. Yeet, yeet. Uh-huh. God. <laughs> I mean, applause. what a day, you know? <laughs> what a what a good time. Everything was turning up crow. I want to, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm kind of <laughs> curious besides just the fact that it was obviously fun to roleplay being a concubine, like, what did it change in crow that you became a concubine instead of just like, you know, your normal... Servitor. I think his just sense of, I mean, like lust, you know, Charisma like up. <laughs> just his sense of like wonder and uh, exploration. He, he wants to 
it amazed me how fast you were literally a in bed with still. the enemy. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to be a pirate still. He wants to get into trouble. Uh, he was maybe getting a little bored. There is a little bit of that like bar life in him. So he's like, man, I miss like the wild laying with the ladies life. And he's just, I mean, this it's not like this is his first it. one, you know? Right, you know. It's true. It's a big part of who Crow is. Is he's kind of along for the adventure. I Out f- of all of us, I think you're definitely along for the adventure. You want to save the world, but you're here for exploration. So. Yeah, just I'm here for adventure and badassery and just feeling like I'm a part of a bigger mission that includes some bringing people to their judgment. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to cross the sea, cross the ocean, but you have fun climbing each and every wave. Yeah. <laughs> Moon wave, you know the moon wave. Crazy. I forget that these short lives love to love to like, get in as much as they can into like a few years, and they're like, "All right, I'm gonna have three short marriages." On. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, but yeah, elite servitors. I think this is where our Vonark adventure definitely becomes a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's a lot of it's it's some fun with Escrivala going to town, yep, helping her shop. Um, Another good section of homebrew. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was good fun. Uh, she gave me a dance. I can't that believe they crazy. wrote in making sex tapes. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that was in though. <laughs> that was just me trying to spice up the spice up the, the relationship world. after a, like a week. It's like yeah. we're getting bored yeah, already. We she's, better... she'll, she'll, you're you're moving quick. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> a couple months that you're gonna be doing. They're like so bored already. Well, <laughs> and speaking of that, this is how you spice up a relationship. She used some pillow talk on me. Yeah. <laughs> That was pro- that was probably the most scared I was, was so in this shaken. entire book. My one-on-one encounter. Your one-on-one encounter that I was just like when we started I was like I'm I'm fucked. We're fucked. We, we got to go. Here. We yeah. got to leave. Mm-hmm. Like um shit. Uh how do I get out of this? Like I can't bluff very well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My my design of that, I guess. I just kind of had a a scene in mind. So like what she wanted to do and like what her abilities were. And that's kind of how I that's when I built her character was around this kind of encounter. Um just special for you. So it was just <laughs> kind of like a progressive series of checks for her to kind of test you and try to probe you for information and kind of test your metal, uh, give you something to, to, to fight against for a little bit. Uh, I did pick uh, everything was against your, your best save, so that helped you out. But yeah, it was a yeah, lot of yeah. checks. The host, like the, the odds were that you're going to miss at least something were in my favor. And all you need, it's, it's one of those situations where all you need is one. Mm-hmm. And all I really needed was one to make, the, to make kind of the story progress. Speaking of story progression, right around that night, I think the next day maybe was when Elion was getting ready for her first date. Or for her date with the first son, Cardinier. See you. You went out on a day of like the market, you know, and that's when the the, she got asked first. Yes, that's right. You you got asked first. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You know, you got asked on a date. You were we were all excited for you, and then the real shit hit the fan when you went. Yeah. What What were your thoughts when you're being? So did how. So rate your your sus of me and Cardinier as as this whole thing progress progressed. What was the what were you thinking right when the <laughs> the encounter of the date proposal happened? Um, I am ashamed to admit how little sus I had 
same. Uh, yeah, I out of everything that we're suspicious of, I don't know why I wasn't more suspicious of this situation. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. my, I think my explanation for it is, and this is what crossed my mind, this is like the only reason I justified it away as being okay, mm. is that Allard won't take me into a room with the boss and kill me, would he? <laughs> I wouldn't. And Kill you, kill not, you. I wasn't, yeah, I mean, you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I might have 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 ruined your trust in me, and I'm, I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously I was, it was like, I was a little suspicious, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. I had no reason to believe that he knew anything on us. Mm-hmm. I just thought maybe he's, I mean, he's an odd figure. seems like an outcast of the family. I gave the speech at the market that he overheard about going to above lands. And I think I was like, well, maybe the guy actually is interested in it. Mm-hmm. And Elyon's a sexy lady. Maybe mm-hmm. he just thought she was town. a good looking girl. <laughs> Getting flirted with. Uh, she was a draw. I don't know how the draw looked. Probably fine. <laughs> she, probably, she, probably fine. she looked great. And decent great. Y'all look. look great. It, it, was, it was written in the book that... The bodies they found for you were the more attractive draw. Oh, right, right. Like it was nice. Yeah, that was written in. <laughs> they were sexy. Why do you think I was getting all that action with Escarbala? But <laughs> here, I mean, my thought process on the other 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 end was, uh, let's see if Michael realizes that not everything is is safe to say yes to. <laughs> I don't well, think he had that problem. I don't in think that place. was ever an issue. <laughs> it, was like, it was a struggle how, to get him to say yes. To. How how po- like? I guess I was I was just kind of tempting the the trust and being like, is he going to to fully trust oh. in the situation being an okay situation for you to live through, uh-huh. or is it going to, or is it a situation that? is you're going to see is a powerful situation where like the it's a, it's a runaway encounter. It was always meant to be a runaway encounter. Sure. Um but I didn't necessarily telegraph that to you in any way. And that that that's probably me uh, being a, a bad GM on my part and playing with your your head. Oh, I don't know. Um like obviously it was a tough encounter. Um sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um Speechless. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, I was gonna say something, but I can't think of exactly what I was gonna say. It was a good point, but basically, yeah. I mean, it was it was a tough situation, and um, oh, I know what I was gonna say. Um, so I didn't feel like I could say no, like yeah. him being one of the top people in the city, like, and I'm a servitor of a house. Could I have even said no? In Elian's mind, like. It's not like he's asking me. He's like, you're going on a date with me. And I'm like, okay, Prince. That, that is also kind of the implication behind any any kind of class structure set up like that too. So uh-huh. Yeah. So and sure. I mean, you were that's as clear, clear as you could be in it too by being like, wait, what, like, okay, be real with me. What are you doing here? Is this a date or is this like an interrogation? No, which is like honestly standing up already like too far if you are just a servitor by being like, you question me? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like you you did go into it being like, Listen, be real here. It was well, like, yeah. I don't think I went into it that way. No, I think, it was after he turned on you a little no, bit. No, <laughs> I could definitely tell that this wasn't a date. And uh-huh. that's when she's like, well, obviously this is more than it is. Mm-hmm. He suspects something. Why play games anymore? Like, let's just be clear about it with each other. Um, yeah. Do I got to start casting? Yeah, what I, are we doing here? <laughs> I had a whole, like, a, I had a half figured out chase if you, oh, for no. you if you were to run away. Like, 
there's there's a bathroom window ready for you. You could have tried to go out the front, and then you're gonna <laughs> run into like dryers and stuff. Oh, I want the bathroom window <laughs> escape so hard. Oh, that would have cool. been so funny. Alyon's mistake was her pride and thinking, even after having gotten beaten down by some people way more powerful than her, thinking she could still get just that little bit more. Like I'm fine enough to do this. Um, like she just wanted a little information on who mm-hmm. he was, and then gone. Mm-hmm. But. The, the, she, she the unfortunate natural one. Put that, yeah, the unfortunate natural one, and putting her pride away. She should have just teleported out immediately. Mm-hmm. Been like, nope, we're caught. Get the information out. Bye. Yeah, you could have probably jammed with him a, a little bit, but he was he was kind of ready for for what you were about because he knew about you. And that's the stupidity. Is that obviously like once it realized that this was an interrogation, this dude's fully prepped, and mm-hmm. she was not. Mm-hmm. She was as prepped as she could be, but she was also dressed for a date. Like, uh-huh. It was definitely my my attempt at a political intrigue twist. I was gonna ask what was like the hardest part of that whole dinner scene because like I wasn't here for any of it. Like what 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 do you think as like a player or as a character was like the hardest part of that like whole scene being alone here? Knowing that my character was gonna die and there's nothing I could do about it. <laughs> you think it, you thought at the time he was gonna ice you? I yeah, I did. There were at the I, beginning, like, nah, he wouldn't. No. And then halfway through, you're like, maybe he would. Yeah, no. As soon as we started fighting, well, I mean, the moment I knew it was when he cast Hold Person. When he started casting oh, yeah. spells on me, I was nervous. But, like, when he cast Hold Person on me, that was like, I'm dead. When you went was, invisible, I'm dead. it was like invisible and, like, without even trying, he's like, I see you. Like, don't be silly. And that I was, was like, bad. Fuck. That's, that's the moment that I was like, should I teleport? One more moment. And I should have teleported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing he that's could see right. my invisibility was like, that's go. a hard choice mm-hmm. like right there. there it's like do i split i need a little information yeah that's a hard one yeah i was gonna say too without like i mean that's a brutal scene and i think the, like that's a running theme through this whole thing down here is that brutality so mm-hmm. i was gonna also ask allard like what what are some of your takes just on the overall brutality that ended up slipping into down here i don't know like how much was intended or like we ended up like we were discussing kind of going a little hannibal about it yeah <laughs> I definitely took the opportunity to make things like I've always tried to be a little brutal because mm-hmm. I like the the visceral brutality of what love like I don't know when things seem realistically brutal it I like that in in mediums and whatever mm-hmm. um, but I, I definitely was able to go for it a little bit more in the dark lands just because every everything was already tweaked that direction mm-hmm. the way I like even uh, wrote it is that like in the beginning in session zero we had like or before our session zero we all agreed that like yes dark gameplay is you know fine we're gonna get real we're gonna get visceral and like we weren't exposed to what it was going to be you know what i mean and i think seeing this i was like oh that's how visceral it's going to be like everything up to this that felt like child's play like up until the torture scenes and stuff like that it was like oh that is what we were talking about a year and a half ago when we were like talking about brutality yeah. here i was thinking it was like the riddle port level which i was like that's gruesome but it's not you know can't sleep gruesome mm-hmm. <laughs> and like i think when we crossed that line i was like that's what we were talking about right word <laughs> yeah i think the other end of it is like i book three i went with their level design pretty much as written and I always felt like that was too easy for you guys in, in like 95% of the time. True. So when I got the opportunity to go into this homebrew thing, instead of just giving you kind of like um, 
a splatter thing like of a, a challenging in, encounter for you guys to just fight. Uh, I went more kind of specialized so they're trying to accomplish something instead of just like fight you guys. And that's when things ended up being more brutal than I expected them to be. Full PTSD. And uh, <laughs> just the... I I wanted to show that the, this this is a society that has grown up uh, way in a way more rough situation than any of you any of you have experienced, and their actions are more brutal because of it. And maybe I'm asking this as a player too, but do you think as like book four being this intense is more like a a shock introduction to how dark things can be or do you think from here on out it's only worse like is it like that type of like shock value or do you think like i guess is this the new expected norm <laughs> um i think i think the this this book represented a, a, a transition into the more evil uh, lore that's going on mm -hmm. that because like I mean demons are are becoming more and more present and that just kind of twists things to the the dark side <laughs> and um, I I'd say that overall because this too was a sandbox it was more at least uh, because it's a sandbox it lent itself more to like getting out this big uh, picture of of flavor and what an area is about, and trying to make that flavor of the area very present. Uh, whereas <laughs> some, like the the next couple books, which aren't as sandboxy, are more like focused in what you're doing. Like mm -hmm. you're more acting, always running towards the, the next goal. So uh, the the moments of just trying to like flavor make things scary and dark are uh -huh. might not be as present i guess as mm -hmm. they were in this book because like when you roll a thing and it's just like you are being tortured t today uh <laughs> doesn't just, get much darker than that you're That's just like take, okay what like, how does it get worse <laughs> are we gonna describe that or let that go by we're gonna describe it <laughs> you're waking up and, and uh, yeah i appreciate that we kind of just stop describing we're like you know torture how that works it's bad yeah well, speaking of torture, I think we're right up to where we go to the Cyclic Slime. Yes. It's kind of the big event in town. There was some Donnie talk. We are talking to Donnie, getting that plan mm -hmm. set up on the side. Um, do we want to talk about uh, Elyon finally accepting Nocticula when she was yeah, in a was place say, where the whole saying no seemed like certain death? Sure. Um... Yeah, I think she back against the wall. I don't. She didn't have a choice, mm -hmm. really, and she wasn't against Nocticula anyway. So I mean, if Nocticula was going to save her and that was going to keep her alive, then that's what she'll do. And she didn't hate the choice, mm -hmm. but uh, she didn't really have many options. I yeah. mean, having. I mean, she had one option, and it wasn't even a bad option. So yeah, mm, it was. She took it. It was my way of kind of like allowing you to fail forward in, in a way yeah um and i mean i i knew that i i wanted i, I wanted to hook you in it but it, i i didn't want to force you into it even though like this situation was at the point of being forced into it like when you think about what the possibilities could mean but i i still would have uh, if you would have said no then we would have we would have figured out 
something else that could have happened. Yeah, I guess, yeah, because my big question is, like, if you never intentionally planned Elyon having any, like, invocations with demons or anything, then, like, I guess it's just such a huge change to have happen to a character that, like, I could totally see being, like, that's not even an option, which, like, I think for a while there wasn't for you, right? Like, it was like, no, I'm not going to, like, give over to Nocticula. So, like, when you finally did, does that, like, change how Elyon's, like, mental, like, thought is? Like, I have given up to this, so, like, now a big change? Or is it, like, now I'm going to try and be as me as I can be while being under her influence, I guess? Influence, if that's even the right word. Yeah, she definitely wants to keep her independence. But I think, like, that's a big change in who she is. I think she had already changed, Mm -hmm. and her taking in Nocticula was just her accepting that change, where before she was kind of in denial. Can I ask when she changed? uh, I think very (laughs) gradually over the whole course of this adventure. Uh I mean, it started off where, like, she didn't want to kill anybody. Right. And now they've fought a lot of different people. (laughs) They've killed a lot of people. They've killed a lot of people for not not a whole lot of great reasons. Dryder felt bad. Huh? The Dryder felt bad for me even like as River they were like we're just trying to like have a home and leave and get out of here and we're like sorry can't let you go yeah like, I gotta kill oh, you oh man feels she, bad yeah she's done a lot of things yeah that that slow mental change is just a it's a big change for a character arc so yeah I, that's a that's a big one I would think I would have a problem I wouldn't I would be hard to hard to pass on giving over to demons yeah <laughs> and I don't know how much of that is just my preference of kind of story you love corruption that, arcs <laughs> i love corruption arcs and that kind of thing Morals. um so Gray space <laughs> am i am i putting too much of that curtain on things for you all it fits down here for sure you can't corrupt what's already corrupt ellard i've <laughs> been corrupt from the start <laughs> i think you approach it more casually than um we think about it yeah. I think you you're like oh yeah they'll worship demons like we just we literally <laughs> just talked about this but like yeah. yeah they'll worship demons and we're like I don't know if we would <laughs> <laughs> but they're so cool yeah they're I think, cool I think like uh, maybe yeah it's like the split of like DM brain and player brain where it's like DM brain's like look at this power I could give you and player brain is like how is it gonna hurt me <laughs> mm. <laughs> at least in the trust issues that we've developed is like what are the negatives what are the cons fair enough and I guess in from my perspective you you haven't come across as many, like, I mean, book is written, there's not a lot of just like you coming across uh, deific artifacts, but there's a lot of you coming across the remnants of what Drow leave behind and like demonic artifacts and stuff like that. So it's almost there, and you could, and I, and like I could change that. I mean, whatever. I thought um, the axiomatic sword was going to corrupt me for sure. No, it's lawful. <laughs> I know. I like picked it up and you're like, it's glowing. The energy like recedes or whatever happened there. I was like, oh no, it's definitely inside me. I'm corrupt. I'm bad. <laughs> nope. You feel good. You feel fine. You feel great. Just to, uh, yeah, to finish off the thought on Elian, it's she, I think she, the transition was already there and um, like obviously she had been doing some pretty dark things. So it was kind of an acceptance of that. Also, she's had like a natural respect for strong female figures, mm. and uh, this is one of them for sure. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it just oh man, my brain is just scattered today. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> one of more point, strong female figures, I'm gonna keep this moving along if no Do one it. minds. Keep uh, it moving. We are at the Cyclic Slime, folks. This is the big event in town, and it was led by. A strong female figure. Breathless? Breathless. Breathless. 
an, uh, an opportunity to showcase a, a written character in the book in a, one of the more uh, interesting locations that I thought like it's it's their it's their fighting pits. It's 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 what the the masses come to for for entertainment, and I felt like that. Uh, coming from Middleport, where that flavor was kind of big in the town, it was a good spot to hit upon. Yeah, she came down, lowered from the ceiling, which was kind of cool until we realized Quava was on the other side. That was kind of a mind fuck. Yeah, I did not like that. I didn't uh, like that. Reveals. A lot went through all of our heads, I'm sure, if I'm speaking for all yep. of us. That was just kind of nuts. Add, uh, add it to the brutal meter. That was yeah. another... That was, <laughs> That was me just being like, hey, here's some more brutal stuff. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. It's getting dark, folk. But it was also, I, I wanted it to also be a way to inform and kind of foreshadow the the feelings of of the different kind of populations at play here. Like breath, with Breathless, I was able to kind of give their perspective on them uh, being consumed by the Dark Lands and them coming to power and stuff. And then having Donnie come in right after and be like you guys are stupid if you think that this this plan that this drow matron is doing is going to work out to the benefit of you guys mm-hmm. and then he's also kind of a, a a terrorist activist so he he went big with it, it yeah felt, it felt right being river and having that speech just spieled right in your face mm-hmm. just being like this is the real truth and I was like shh yeah, it's the people are gonna hear shame. you. People are gonna hear yeah. you. Keep your voice yeah. down. <laughs> Shh, that's that's something we speak about. But yeah, Donnie, man, that's where he really shined. He showed his true power. I'm smitten for Donnie mm-hmm. for sure. Do you guys want to know? Do you guys want to know how he didn't get hit by any of the spells he's cast a on God? Him? He's, he's a god. He's a rock legend. He's what surrounded by a globe of vulnerability or whatever. Uh, no, he was he was on top of the building. He just projected his image down to where uh, where that was, and he can still cast spells from oh, that projected cool. spot. Oh, cool! Okay. That's dope as hell. Yeah, he he, he was just illusory, so all those things just went hologram. Yeah. Holographic <laughs> Donnie. That's too cool. Yeah, that's Very looking, nice. He's, he's even ahead. cooler now. Uh, <laughs> I need to smoke a cigarette. He's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Let's all. All right. We'll be right back. We're gonna. <laughs> Sick right. break for Donnie. We're we're back. Um, yeah, Donnie was fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and how how did that kind of ensuing encounter feel for you guys? Because it kind of I kind of took it into kind of a free for me encounter kind of way. It was it was a different feeling and pacing for how most encounters start and play out. You know, I think it was our first stampede encounter. <laughs> yeah. um, it was kind of. I guess I felt it was very chaotic just it was definitely you didn't only split like the entire building obviously everyone just evacuated but you just like immediately party split I mean Elyon wasn't there but then like that was already a factor and then you know you got River splitting off this way I'm splitting off this way with Escrivala it was just a full like we're all on our own little missions now and I think that moment like the climax of the climax of the cyclic slime is like oh, the the big turning point for the end of this book. I think mm-hmm. that's definitely what it become. I didn't foresee this event uh, doing that, but as kind of more more pieces were being added to this event, and the whole thing was coming to a picture, it, it definitely was something that you can't just that the PCs couldn't just kind of go back to how things were to progress out the story and 
however they intended it to go about. I remember very vividly in this episode filming or while we were recording feeling like River's version of Jason Statham taken or something like <laughs> I have to I have to escort this man away from this building or like it's very 007-y and a little, yeah. little bit of lying there at the end being like, no, no, just come with me. Aha, got you fool. Definitely it was, it was def- the first concrete mission that I think River had for them themselves. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I'll do this alone. <laughs> I was with you the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just didn't know it. Yeah, watching from the shadows. Did, so was that, was the chaoticism of that encounter, did it make it kind of fun to play out or was it kind of like confusing on what to grasp to and do as players? For me, I, it wasn't confusing at all because we had a plan and regardless cool. of everything else going on, we stuck to the plan, plan pretty clearly. Mm-hmm. There was the wrench of Quava being there, but it didn't change our plans. There was nothing we could do about it mm-hmm. anyway. So, yeah, I think things went pretty smoothly. Cool. There was a little confusion. I think Crow tried to go with us for a little bit. Yeah. And then like it was like now splitting. Yeah. It was hard for us to split up. Um, but uh, we had to trust each other a little bit mm-hmm. and stick to the plan. It's just like proceed as planned. And that was yeah. a, a good trust exercise. And it worked out. I think we, I think we executed perfectly for yeah. sure. And I was able to use a villain point to make the encounter a little bit Harder. more spicy. Yeah, spicy. <laughs> throw a little, <laughs> throw nice. a little all little, spice little, on little there. Zhuzh, little zhuzh under there. Thanks, uh, patrons, Kapow. for awarding me such things. Yes. Lightning step or uh, Do you guys want to talk about, yeah, thunder, thunder, thunder step? step? No, lightning step, thunder I don't step, know, it blinded it's me. I thought lightning. Do you guys want to talk about Quava at all? I mean, besides R.I.P. the homie R. and, R. Just, and just like pouring out for the boy, I think the just fact pour that, one out, yeah. The fact that, like, I mean, we could clarify like the backstory on how I guess he got down there. I know yeah. you know the lore there. So he was dragged for, with the ablith. The ablith secrete, uh, secretes like a, a an aura, an ooze that makes people things able to breathe water. So once he succumbed to that, just drugger uh, through an underground river. Uh, into the dark lands and eventually met up with uh, Alevra and the Azernes and then uh, Alakovnis brought him to house uh, back to Zernikanen and offered him up as as a as a special special thing for Breathless <laughs> to work her magic on uh, and was going to be present at the at the I wanted I was really trying to like figure a way to kind of reveal the big bad, show you the big bad before before like the final battle or whatever. And I, I couldn't, I, I didn't squeeze it in there, but she was supposed to be in the booth with you guys as you're watching. But then when the the date happened, things were things like put in a twist and then you escaped. So they went into paranoia mo- mode and uh, Al- uh, Alevra just like immediately left back to the land of black blood as you guys eventually found out. Um, yeah, I also want, I almost, I couldn't figure out, I, I could have just, I didn't make a decision on how to uh, show her uh, to like Elyon when she was captured like soon enough. And in the moment I was like, I, okay, it's just, it's just uh, Cardinier there. And then uh, I knew that he, I, I had the plan to try to like use his spells to get information from you. But once he couldn't do that and he wasn't going to be the person to torture you, giving you a window to either accept, uh, accept Nocticula or deny Nocticula and see kind of what we played out from there. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, you could have you could have been up uh you could have been part of the act of <laughs> Breathless's act. If you wouldn't have escaped, figured out something, um uh you could have been strapped up there with Quava. That would have been very scary. Would have been very scary. I was um, picturing some cool recovery of Quavo with like a cut the rope he's hanging from, run, leap, catch him from over the cauldron, expose yourself, get called out. <laughs> it could have gone better. Maybe it would have been better for me to be up there. Who knows? Know. Could it, it would have? I would have been open to the <laughs> options. Uh, but yeah, Elion feels immense guilt over Quava. Mm-hmm. Um, unnecessary burden on herself, like it's her fault or something. Um, and sh- yeah, definitely solidifies her decision to take this sort of darker path. Um, she can't really, uh, everyone around her, she just has kind of accepted that they're going to die and really it's kind of her at the end of things. She She's herself and she'll always be with herself and just kind of amass that power as best she can. Uh, welcome to Elfdom. Kind of sad. <laughs> welcome to Elfdom. <laughs> everyone around me will die. I'll be alone. Better become powerful in the meantime. Well, there's there's still there's still plenty for you to. Oh, we she's only have, eighteen. Yeah, oh, she's young, young. Pretty dramatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty dramatic. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, after the cyclic slime, the party split yet again. <laughs> you love uh, to see it. Had another one-on-one with Crow. Wow, that was that uh, that happened because i didn't even i didn't catch up with them after the first splitting remember you I yeah, tri- I yeah tried you, went, you went all the way back to Fonark. i d- and then i tried to leave in the middle of the night mm. and i i got i got danced into submission <laughs> yep that was that was me kind of frantically being like no i'm trying to get you on a plot point here don't leave me don't leave me <laughs> and i was really trying to leave allard i was scared yeah. and yeah Udomestic came for me and another I, another time where one roll away from escaping the one-on-one encounter <laughs> nope i was led to the wizard's tower and i met alakovnis um and we had a good chat that's for sure yeah how did you feel about that we had we had two goes at it because uh, the recording failed us yeah we got i we were not very far into it but um yeah we, we had to do that twice it was kind of I was kind of glad we had to take it again because I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. To, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna try to be a little more confident, yeah. not just like a total weenie. <laughs> weenie. <laughs> yeah, but it started off before you just being like, what am, what am I here for? Uh-huh. <laughs> just like I don't, I'm not saying anything. I really liked in listening back that like nothing was mentioned to Kyle, and he's like, something's weird about this food. <laughs> like yeah. he like called it immediately. I, I sussed it out, yeah, and she. She would have got me on that, but I I kept a little bit of mystery to us, just enough to uh, yeah maybe you make know, her thanks not, for not saying we're elves and stuff. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> Come on, see and see that was the frustrating part when you guys were so sus when I came back to you with the information. I was like, oh man, like I have the best of intentions, <laughs> but they just but don't do you see know how it, it and, reads and bad. they, and they can't know so it and bad. they don't trust me and I don't blame them for not <laughs> trusting me because hence the trust issues. We're like, show up at, you're, you're like, show up at the blind high and then it's like, show up with Escarvalo. We're like, no! <laughs> and then you were just like, speaking out loud at the bar. Oh yeah, that's right. When we just spent like a month of trying to be totally secret. Yeah, we I didn't trust you. 
Not interested at all. <laughs> we're like, he's I been was charmed. He's I was ready to fight or flight on you. <laughs> yeah. Preferably flight. We're like one conversation away from being like, we have to bail without Crow. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. We were really close from yeah. to, to actually dipping. It was you know. a good bit of tension. And I, I think it was also, too, because we had like this feeling of like, we should leave tonight. Like, we can't even afford to be in town another night. But like, once we were like, okay, let's try one night. It bought us like a minute to think and be like, do we have to run yet? No, probably not. But like, if we would have just impulsivity been like to the caves, <laughs> it yeah. was a, where it, would you have gone? <laughs> just found a cave and hidden campsite in a cave. Find me. Yeah, oh, go God. back to the city when you need to. Yep. That's honestly what I thought was going to be more the case coming down here in the first place. Was mm-hmm. like uh, we're going to be more incognito than we were even close to being. Like more incognito than hotels. And you know, it was like, oh, we're going to have to be hiding in caves. And it was like first day here, have a nice hotel with fine dining. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, shock value. It's a it's a fancy yeah, place. Fine too. dining. I talk about fungal soup. They've had <laughs> thousands of years to refine their culture. Dude, I love their food. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say it's bad. Lots of fungus. <laughs> Lots of good stuff for the elves. <laughs> Lots of fungus indeed. But you guys did end up trusting me. I let you know about the deal that es- or that um, Alakovnis and I had struck, where we take down the Venom's Kiss and their uh, their gang there. Uh, Orvignado and his gang. I forgot what their name was called. Razor Crown Mercenaries? The Razor Crown Mercenaries. That was our little thing. And then they would give a, and then she would give us some info that we needed. So mm-hmm. that was one of our last, well, not our last big encounter, but I think that was probably our second to last big encounter of the book was taking down the big drider, taking down Orvignado. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was kind of a fun battle, just kind of a last. Yeah, proof I, to Alakovnis that we're... I didn't like having to do that one at all. I much more liked the Venom's Kiss people than Alakovnis as far as River was concerned. I was like, oh, I hate having to do this. We you were are the leaving worst. anyway. Yeah. We had our fun with them. <laughs> That's why I was like, I guess I'll never see you again, probably, but this feels so bad. Yeah, you were hooked on Viav. <laughs> yeah, I was hooked on Viav. They were my dealers. I didn't want that to go away. Well, we are going away instead. Uh-huh. We had that little fight... We went back to Alakovnis and, uh, you know, she let us know about the Azrenae's kind of workings within the Dark Land. She talked about the Land of the Black Blood, like you mentioned. The Winter Council did come up. Mm. The Fake Council, according to River. Yeah, something mm-hmm. that they have never been taught about in any of right. their soldier schooling. <laughs> But yeah, we learned some stuff about Elevera. She's seeking out the elven civilization of Kyoden. Um Yeah, then she uh very very uh rudely revealed our disguises mm-hmm. and oh. uh basically exiled us from the city without If she even wasn't the most powerful so. wizard, <laughs> I would have iced her, I swear. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that is definitely where our time in the Dark Lands would start to come to a close. Yeah, uh, we y'all, wanted to fucking dip. Yeah, y'all didn't really like the <laughs> Her, her oh, no. twist, her no, taking your, uh, your powers away. No, that wasn't very nice. Here's a funny little twist on the end of our encounter, our talk. Thanks yeah. for thanks for helping me. Here's a cherry on top. Run. <laughs> Run. Yeah, it was... I, I wanted to give you guys an, a, a sense of why she would do that, that. That's not just like a big fuck these these kids type of thing. Uh, so at this point now, now that we're past book one, I'll reveal more of her in, intention behind it. Um, she was doing this as kind of a, a double play on the moves she's trying to make to uh, 
maintain and gain more power within Xerna Kanan. So she definitely wants you to beat Elevra because Elevra doing her thing would spell some sort of doom for Xerna Kanan. Um, but if, like, she also had to cover herself, like, if it was, if people found out that the, like, eventually that there were some spies in her place and she didn't root them out, that would, that would go against everything that she had been about. Um, she made a big show about it, uh, killed everybody who really had any information on you guys. Um, just that you're pretty much gone to the wind now as far as anybody could trace back talking to people within the house at least. I wonder how that's going to not stir up the house or just icing a bunch of servitors and stuff. The, only only people left are nobles, so they don't yeah, care. they don't give a fuck. They're the servants. And they're the nobles? Yeah. yeah. The servants, servants are dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, be real with me. Rip off the bandage. Did our troglodyte make it? Oh, what was his name? Is this a live uh, role? Let's uh, let's see if she thought to bring in the, the troglodyte all the troglodytes into. Well, you, like talk, you talked to one. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm see. Trying to, try uh, to remember his name, I definitely. Have I do his too. Name I feel here. bad that I don't remember. Verez. Verez. Or Verez. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I have a percent in my hand. In my head. Oh please, I liked him. I know. I'm sorry that I asked, but on there. I wish him and the troglodytes the best in their rebellion. Me too. There's a 99% chance that she thought of him and executed him as well. Oh. It landed 99. It landed 99. That's crazy. Wow, that's That's a 99% chance that he's alive. There's a 1% chance that he's alive. There's a 1% chance he's alive. You know, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a 1% chance. Oh, he was a 1 in 100 type kind of chocolate. It's true. It's very true. He was a 1 in 100. I agree. I liked him more than anyone I met. Um, (laughs) Also... She, from Alakovnis's perspective, uh, she sent her her, sis, her youngest sister and her second little brother uh, to stop you guys, uh, pretty much betting that you wouldn't be stopped and that you would kill two troublemaking people in her house. Because hmm. so she, she anticipated she didn't, to she didn't anticipate that how turned Escarvala was. And she was like, "Good, kill this guy that can't do magic." <laughs> so, huh? Brutal. Yeah, wow, we, very she's brutal. one step ahead of us. I'll I tell really you what. don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you know, nonetheless, I'll see you when I'm level twenty. I'll yeah, be back. We I'll left, be back. <laughs> we left. We're out of there. Um, I got a vendetta. So you know, of course, we leave. We're doing our long travel uh we took a took a snooze and we see someone coming down the road mm-hmm and who is it it's my little my, my little, little my little sugar little, plum my little sugar plum <laughs> <laughs> my little vo- dancing volley, around your head my little volley what's that mean dark lands berry Oscar volley Oscar volley <laughs> volleyball yeah. party right right into drive you down that was yep. so uh, Alakovnis didn't fully trust Escrivala because she knew you guys had some good rapport so she sent Escrivala ahead first to try to track you guys down on geckos and that's that's why she rode you down how was yeah that encounter Surprise for you guys <laughs> yeah that easy cleanup for you guys we cooked um unfortunately cooked a couple geckos too but you know, Escrivala was on our side, and she fought with us, which was a good sign. And yeah, we kept rolling from there. 
Yeah, were you guys ready for Escarvala to turn to turn and be on your side, or were you? What were you guys thinking was going on with her? I was optimistic for yeah. sure. I was definitely optimistic with my relationship with her as a character. Um, I'm definitely glad that she did, and she like wasn't judgmental of our true beings, even mm-hmm. though you know we lied and de- deceded her and stuff. Hell yeah, because I as. For the my perspective on it, I don't like the the trope of like when the person undercover, the spy, or whatever, has someone fall in love and then they find out that they're not the person they was. That it's just an, an immediate big split and shit has to fly in, in multiple directions. And then it's about how they come back together in the end. But if you just you skip that part, we can get into different things and mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And you can some you can see how people can rationalize things differently. Skip the fight oh, yeah. scenes of Dick and Jane and just get to the relationship part. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she was. She's on our. She's making her way with us, uh, and we made it to level eleven. Yes, you did. Level eleven. Twelve uh, for Michael. Yeah, twelve for the twelve. The day men. Demoniac. Demoniac. But yeah, I mean, the send off was we made it to the elf gate. And we weren't alone, of course. Of course. We were not alone. Eight, what, eight bodies, seven drow, Tyrion being one of them. Indeed. And then a huge retriever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, after Alakovna sent Escarval on her way, she had Tyrion get a group together, and then she just teleported everyone right in front of the gate, and then just like, all right, do your thing, and peaced out, kind of hoping that they would all die. Yeah. But knowing Oof. that she would be covered either yeah. way. Got that vibe. Yeah. Well, she was right. They they died. <laughs> we, I think that was a really good, definitely a really good combat from our side. We, yeah. We made some really strong moves. We made some really good choices, some really good rolling. Uh, I, that was one of my favorite combats of the book for sure I definitely the climax for me oh, yeah. it felt like a good venting for River for sure it's definitely yeah. you gotta let some out you yeah, guys let the power out, out. Uh, for my side it went very poorly very uh, poorly <laughs> true yes very I true. didn't foresee the whole party getting fly hindsight being what I didn't, it is I didn't I, I don't know why I didn't foresee Elyon blocking off the, the melee just and then completely. why you didn't think about dispelling it yeah, yeah, I, that I forgot <laughs> that Drow do have a once a day dispel. So Tyrion, he's not very good at it, but he could have kind of naturally tried to dispel it. Yeah, a few of them could uh, have at least tried to lob one. <laughs> but nobody was around for melee combat anyway. Yeah. So doing that wouldn't have netted him anything more than being further away from the retriever, which was kind of his last backup. Is the retriever under their command at all, or is it doing its own dang thing? Uh, it's not really under their command. It's kind of under Alakovnis's command. Okay. It's pretty mindless. Its only only directive is to attack people that got within a certain Once range. Once we got of it riled thing. up and stuff, if they were around us, was it also going to swing on them? No. No? Okay. I was like, once it's riled up, I was wondering if it was mindless enough that it was just like, anything close, die. <laughs> not quite. I would not. Nah, wouldn't have that happen. <laughs> it made the encounter way too easy. Uh, no, it was pretty, pretty easy. Just for just because your choices and your stealth checks coming up, me letting you uh, buff uh, to completion was pretty good. 
Uh, yeah, it was good that for was. Us. Uh, but you know, I people like to buff up. You know. Oh yeah, we <laughs> we stay buffing. If I was if I was in your guys' shoes, I would I would love the chance to buff up before Absolutely. a big outing. Yep. Well, and a big combat it was. It was a good exclamation point to the book for sure. That is where then you know the glyphs start to charge on the gate and kind of like around the staircase and we are heading back to the surface there is the long winded of what happened in between going to the Darklands and leaving the Darklands wow yeah. 30 episodes beautiful that book I'm gonna want to say both the, the titles of this book and the next book once I get the title of the next book up don't worry everyone we have some questions listener yeah, yeah we we'll have a few it. questions we're going a little long so we'll yeah, try and get through these questions it's the longest book we've had so the longest crisis that's fair fitting. it makes sense makes sense we'll try and you know power through the questions but we, uh, we, i think we can do it oh yeah so book four you guys successfully completed book four endless night by f wesley schneider congratulations it, well, thank, thank you, you f wesley you. schneider it, it was an thank endless you. night the next book is A Memory of Darkness by J.D. Wicker. Wicker? A Memory of Darkness. A Memory of Darkness. I don't like it. We have to remember The Endless Night? <laughs> I guess so. Two books left. Dos bucos left. Oh, I just wanted to to point out how, how crucial it was to not get in combat with Tyrion and his, his melee dudes. Because he had he had he had sneak attack damage too. He was a full round attack was going to be six. Wow. Uh, he was ready. He hasted himself while he was invisible. Um, I got hit. I know. Yeah. He With, did what fifty seven points of damage to mm -hmm. me. I think. So in my mind, it was going to be like a a slugfest, a gore fest between like Crow, him, Escarvala being up there in the combat with his buddies, trying to like flank around and not get flanked. Uh, but no, you guys, uh, you guys flew and just killed him instead. <laughs> if I hadn't got Excavalo out there, she would have been dead, right? Uh, there's a yeah. He was going for he was going to for the kill. Six attacks with flanking. She, she did have a lot of hit points. Sure. She, I, I, I played into her wealth a little bit and gave her a nice belt that gave her some more hit points. And then as a scald, when she rages, uh, she gets a, a good hit point buff as well so i knew she could sponge up a lot mm -hmm. um but i knew that Tyrion could also do a lot of damage so it was gonna be it was kind of gonna be see how quick you can stop this and you stopped it right away so sure kudos because of having swords there's always a part of river that wants to like valiantly in some big bad fight you like start squaring up with someone with a sword and i'm so glad it wasn't this one <laughs> yeah <laughs> almost did it valiantly just walk down the middle with the sword out like let's do it face to face that would have been dope because i wanted to see Tyrion, or yeah Tyrion actually fight swords like i did out at uh, out at the playground Should, i guess you could you could have stepped out first and just challenged him one-on-one -on -one. <laughs> right. stand and face me <laughs> you'd be like i don't know who you are because you look different <laughs> You must be the spies. Ah, uh, the spies, I see. Yeah, so two books left, folks. Wow. Second Darkness. We're going, we're going pretty good. We got a good pace going, I think. It's, it's getting crazy. 90 plus episodes now. Uh, we've come a long way. And I kind of let the listener questions ride until the end because a lot of them are just very, like, overarching experience-based. Mm -hmm. All right. So I figured oh, yeah. Give him a shot at the end here. 
First one comes from Mr. Newt. Hey, Newt. I think this could apply to all of us, this question. If you could go back and change one thing you, your character, did during this past book, what would it be? And I think I think GM can fall under that question, too. Okay. But maybe not your character specifically, just the situations. Does anyone care to answer first? Yeah, I do. And uh, I've been thinking about this, and I was going to mm-hmm. say it if the question weren't asked. I would approach this book knowing how it played out and how it was sandboxy and how it was an exploration. I, as a player, would totally redo how I did this book and that I would lean into that and I would explore the shit out of this city. Mm-hmm. I would run around, I would go to all the bars, I'd go to the stores, I would talk to everybody and I would just enjoy my time here mm-hmm. rather than being so like, oh, we gotta like get out of here to save the world. Like, If I'm gonna be here as a player, I would I would have enjoyed all the work they put into the Darklands Agreed. and seen what it was all about. Cause it's a big city full of thousands of people and there's a ton to do and see and we did hardly any of it word yeah i think that like in that vein this book is written better almost better as like a a resource material for running an adventure down in this city than an actual story (laughs) of that became more apparent the more we played yeah (laughs) there's way more information on it that to just flavor out and build this world down here than there was written story that makes that makes a lot of sense. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I think mine falls in a similar category where it might not be a particular role. There is one role that I know of, and that's probably the getting snatched up in an alleyway, like boldness. I probably wouldn't have done that. Um, but Fair. yeah, my, mine falls more in the category of like, yeah, overarching. I think I would have had a more charismatic time in the city in the sense of like going out and about but like i said the the impending doom of it all with like being watched made it so it didn't feel like that also was an option mm-hmm. so keeping your head keeping your head down seemed like the move and yeah i would also appreciate the ability to like freely roam without that impending doom but uh, you know, yeah you the know? adventure itself puts like a, a clock on yeah. it you like feel like the world's getting close to it's ending weird, it's a clock uh, but it also feels like you're spinning your wheels a little bit it's like a clock that's burning and you're like go 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 yeah <laughs> True that you're in, you're standing in place progression wise, yep. but the, t- the clock's still ticking. Like someone's gonna come and talk to me. We don't know that, so it feels like you're just burning rubber for so long if you don't like make it actively keep going mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Which our cyclic slime helped, I think, the biggest. Yeah. Overall, I still think it's a it's a fun adventure to to dive into. You know? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I guess I agree with the Got other the other players. It was. It was kind of a shame that we couldn't explore much of it, but then again, I mean, even without that happening, it was still probably our longest book to to date. So I think just like in the story, it played out for the right amount of time. But yeah, I kind of wish or just, you know, it would be cool if we could have experienced it for its entirety. Mm. Maybe it's a maybe it's like a epilogue of the, yeah. the show or something in, in a different timeline i i pitched the idea of having kind of our main characters here take a break and almost skip this book and then you guys would have played as drow living in zerna Canaan to kind of figure out the flavor of what was going mm-hmm. down here and then try to like merge those two groups together uh-huh. but that would have been a whole ordeal uh-huh 
Yeah, that would have cool been concept. Uh, it would have been super cool, but yeah, definitely a challenge to keep track of. If you can, to make, say the least. If you can make this like semi short of an answer, it's a kind of a bigger question. But what was just the hardest part of DMing this book in general? Was it the sandboxiness or what? Um, do you feel giving setting the stage enough for you guys to feel like you have enough tools to interact with and have something to do as 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 characters as mm-hmm. players um just because they're like the the tasks though though they're like a role task every every day that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. give you something to kind of do with your character it's kind of all there in the role for you so just giving you guys enough to feel like you had some agency and we even, I eventually pulled it off by giving you a day off to, <laughs> to ask Escarval out and stuff like that. All it takes uh, is a day off of yeah, work. All it took was one day off for, <laughs> for that to come into fruition. That perfectly brings me to another question bum, bum. from our good friend Tilda. Hello, Tilda. What's up? This question's Hi. for the players. <laughs> if we didn't schmooze Escarvala... <laughs> Who of the Vonarchs would we have liked to try and get to know better? I mean, you know my answer. That hunky babe with the swords. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Was that, was that uh, Cardinia or was that Tyrion? Tyrion. That was Tyrion? Okay. Yeah. We, got to, we got to know him pretty That's well That's why at the end, end I thought it was yeah. pretty funny that he shows up. And I'm like, is he shirtless? Of course he's shirtless. Yeah, of, okay, course, perfect. of course he is. <laughs> okay, I'm having fun. Then. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. Then we're all good. This fight will be fun. Elion was extremely interested in Prevora. The house matron, yeah. who we never saw or talked to. Yeah, uh, she exists in her portal, oh, and she's one. extremely magical. Yeah. And also, Alakabnis. I think Elyon uh, was really hoping she was going to have some sort of encounter, and hoping she could maybe learn something from these people. But the opportunity never came up. But if she had, if she had had a chance, Elyon would have absolutely. Uh, I don't know what the right word is. She would have. Uh, bowed down to these people to gain a little bit of magical information yeah they like this the there wasn't a whole lot of specific detail behind uh, like all the the intricate magics going on in vonarch but like they their their tower was was just like perfect for a character like like elion who has that curiosity for magic i mean she's not a sorcerer but she still has that kind of or she's not a wizard but she still has the same kind of wizardly kind of curiosity towards magic mm-hmm. yeah. and then they also run like a whole there's a whole section of the city that was just like magic school yeah. and there wasn't a whole lot of detail about that but that could be a really really cool area to explore oh absolutely yeah that actually because like in yeah if you just drop the uh any house people that i would have wanted to meet it i think river would have just wanted to meet any drow that were like nice to them like you know what i mean i don't think we had any encounters where it was super like friendly which i know it's not like all friendly but like the only person who was friendly was uh escarvala mm-hmm. to, towards them at least so it felt like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i felt his niceness was cold um <laughs> yeah i i think like any of the and any drow honestly like would have been a nice breather i think to to river to at least like break some of the mental cycles that were going on but since that never happened it feels feels really like reinforcing to their already deteriorating Mm. mental state that's fair that's fair not a lot of opportunities to come across nice drow right yeah no 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 no, no. they're there they're there (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, prove it i was was down here for weeks donnie was nice Speaking of being here for weeks, got another question from Tilda. This one is for Allard. So we've t- 
talked a little bit about this as players, but I guess this is more of a specific question for you. Book four seems to be a bit of a social sandbox. Are there things in places you wished they went, but we didn't have time for? Like I said, we've covered this a little bit, but I want to know your specific, like, as a GM story building, like, is there one thing we didn't do that you were just like, I know you talked about like the gecko fight. The gecko fight is is the big one. Like just... Uh, riding combat well on walls. It does sound super It would have been hard sick. to map out, but just kind of the, the mental picture in the head is cool. Mm-hmm. Anything you haven't already disclosed on the record? I, um, yeah, my I have a variation of this question that is just like in hindsight, now that you've ran through it, is there anything you would have liked to include that you didn't like it not written in there, like encounters we missed? Just like, is there something you wish that you we could have done while we were down here? Uh, well, like, since this, there's so much information about so many different places in this mm-hmm. big area and multi areas, <laughs> um, it feels like a lot of that is like, oh, it would have been cool to check out, but like, at the same time, it's like, that's just gonna be me improving while you guys Improv. wait for me to give you in- information that ends up not really being relevant to the story. Get us uh, on some fake red herrings yeah like <laughs> the the under like the cavern below uh Davren, where the main city of Zernikanen is is Regirnen and that's like there's like a lot of uh Elion might have liked that because there's a lot of uh since they're using the magma they're using it to smith and there's a lot of of metal work going on down there very cool um stuff like that there's just a lot of different kind of flavors I was able to bring you to all of the ones that I was mostly interested in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, cool, cool. I can't think of anything that was like anything, any like building or a location that they described where I was like, oh, that would have been cool. I'm sure there was just a ton of stuff yeah, that we missed. Like there's, there's in the first cavern of Coker Davrin, there were 25 locations. Wait, I guess they'll, they're stringing everything together. There were 51 different locations in the in Zerna Canaan for y'all to whoa <laughs> potentially yeah, that's a lot. see. Okay, so all three of us saying we would have liked to explore more, they were like, Yeah, us too. Yeah. Too bad we didn't theme it, so you would want to explore. <laughs> we could spend a whole AP down here, right. folks. I tell you what. Yeah. Why'd you make it so scary to explore down here if you want people to explore fifty-one spots? This is a whole <laughs> setting book. Like if you if you are interested in running Darklands stuff and like want a, a, a city in the Darklands, just a supplementary just book. Buy book four of Second Darkness and just use it to like for all the information about Zerna Kanan uh, and the the Drow some good there's a, a good thing on on some snake foe or there's serpent a good pro tip for you it's nice. definitely a vast world um so another question we got from the newt mm-hmm. mr newt sir newt sir newt he, he, is a, he is a knighted newt that's right uh what was allard this is this parts for allard oh. two-parter here what were some of the servitor jobs that we didn't get to see, if any? Maybe we did get to see them all. I don't know. Were there any that you prepped a scene for that we never saw play out? There were a number of jobs that we didn't get to. I skipped the entire T 
tier one duties, which included guard duties and house duties, everything from uh, more patrol lookout, guardsmen, drills, duels, to maids, washers, assistants, stables, and cooks. Uh, Y'all pretty much saw everything in tier two. And for the tier three servitors, I kind of just put all that into one and made that be like uh, Escrivala's personal assistant. <laughs> so bodyguards, attendants, private entertainer, emissary, spy. You guys were like all that. And um, I, I was able to do all of the scenes that I kind of had ideas for, but mostly they're all just kind of opportunities to try to try to improv out uh, what actually was going to happen. Yeah. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, definitely plenty of work to be done for the House Von Ark in the Darklands. Um, can't get to them all. Can't get to all our questions either. I think we, we uh, did a good job about answering most of them throughout the episode. We're, we're definitely running a little yeah. long here. So um, it's a, a, lot, a lot to talk about. We the, got to a lot. The crisis alert is sandboxy too. Um, we try. Yeah, I think the general attitude of a lot of the questions is like the same thing that we're thinking is like, um, are there things that you wish you could have done? And yeah, I think we all wish there were some more things that we wanted to see. And obviously people are interested in seeing more of the Darklands. It's an interesting setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, I think the sentiment is, you know, there's a lot that you could have done. What it's, I think it's fun. It's kind of a lot of people are wondering, like, what would have changed if mm-hmm. we had made different decisions? And that's the beautiful part about actual plays and these very vast adventure paths every party that plays something is going to be different if we played this whole campaign again not saying we do but i feel like we would come up with a very different oh yeah story oh yeah so it's 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 a fun concept to think about for sure and we appreciate all of you coming on that journey with us any final remarks as we go into book five just one and this is partly addressing another sir new question is there any unfinished business it would have been to give a big old hug and kiss to our good daryl buddy wish i could have <laughs> said goodbye far. Oh. yes yes the best character from the entire book very I... nice fella i hope i see him again hmm. <laughs> All right, he's a cool guy <laughs> yes saying goodbye to the friends that we did make in the dark lands on on unexpected friends unsuspecting friends both 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 unexpected unsuspecting friends that we've made wish we could give them a little kiss on the cheek goodbye you know he would have been cool to take to the surface too i don't know if darrow are accepted on the surface or not but escravala is she found a way around it so most communities would probably find him pretty spooky ah nah he's i mean just you just gotta He's kind of like a dog. He he wants to skin graft. That's all he wants to do. You tell him no. Maybe <laughs> he chose. Cho- maybe yeah. Come on, we'll on you. Come on. That's far. You did. You did make it. All right, I'm so lost. Can, can we say goodbye one last time? Goodbye. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> we're we're heading out, man. Oh yeah, Stay away from man. Stay away from tailbones. We love you, listeners. Thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate love you all. <laughs> we love you. All right, signing <laughs> off from Asfar. <laughs> Until next time, folks.
see you. We got to deal with this Asfar problem. I shouldn't say see you so much. That's that's STFs. Good farewell. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. <laughs> be, be, peace out, folks. Boo. The, 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 that's all, folks. Yeah. There's an ending in there. There's one of those. We're gonna fa- we're just gonna fade out to us <laughs> deciding fade out. on the ending. <laughs> Do a fade out. That, that fade, fade out into.